Greetings, folks, and welcome to the Small Business Podcast at businessshow.co. Today is October 7th, 2015, episode number 35 here in Durham, New Hampshire. I'm Dave Hamilton. And I'm Shannon Jean, coming to you from Lafayette, California. How are you, Dave? I am well, Shannon. How are you today, my friend? I'm doing very well, and uh, today we are joined by Mr. Brian Friss from Digistore. How are you doing, Brian? I'm doing great. Thanks, guys. That's good. You know, we've had a, a really great run of, of uh, interviewees and uh, some, some great feedback, and we just wanted to continue to roll with it. And Brian and I have known each other for years, a long time, right, Brian? And, long time, uh, probably 12 yeah. or 13 years. Yeah, I'd yeah. We've we done the, some business together and then remained friends and kept in contact. And uh, so we thought we'd have Brian on the show today and talk about uh, his business and, and his experience. So thanks for joining us, Brian. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, you bet. So, hey, so, you know, let's start out. Let's talk a little bit about Digistore, uh, your background, whatever you'd like to share and, and let our uh, listeners know what you guys do. Sure. So Digistore was founded back in 2001. I um, sort of always considered myself an entrepreneur, I guess. I had had, you know, looking back since childhood, you know, the paper routes, the curb painting <laughs> business, the, you know, through college, I owned a, a chain of hot dog carts. And, uh, you know, I sold that when I was about, yeah, it was great. That was great business. Um, and you know, he sold that when I was just getting out of school about 22, 23 years old and just went to work in the workforce from there. And, um, I was doing technology consulting for Oracle and, um, uh, sun microsystems back in the time and, uh, working with a few different integrators and having a great time. And, and, you know, towards the end of, you know, probably 2000, yeah, ninety nine, two thousand. I just started bumping heads with you know the guys running the business, and and felt like it was time to do something on my own. And um, so I literally just quit my job the day we got married. Uh, my <laughs> wife and I were married in two thousand and one, and we we're on our honeymoon, and said, you know what, let's just do something on our own. And uh, we quit, and I quit, and and you know rented some office space with uh, my brother, my business partner. And wrote a, a series of business plans that um, I quickly realized didn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> put a lot less uh, stock in business plans now. Um, and, uh, you know, well, we, we started Digistore back in 2001. And, and you know, that uh, eventually became a, um, a distributor for Panasonic in the optical drive space. And, and that's really um, what got us started. And that's how I started doing business with you, Shannon, kind of upgrading right. your your, your Mac, uh, uh, systems back in the day with Paul. Yeah, and, that's right. Uh, yeah. And that's kind of how we got started and it's really evolved from there to, uh, you know, a, a much different company. Um, but, um, that was, that's really how we got started. That's awesome. Just took a leap of faith, really. Yeah, that's great. I love that. I got married and then we quit, you know, I quit my job and you did. Uh, yeah. You know. I mean, life's too short. Right. And, yeah. and I that's, guess one of the things that's the entrepreneur mindset right there. I mean, yeah. you can't not do it right. That, and that's what we always tell people. If you believe that you could hold down a 40 hour a week job and all of that, then being in business for yourself is actually not for you. You know, I agree. Yeah. I agree. The other big piece, and I ran this by a lot of my mentors at the time and even my father, I remember having a discussion with him about my disagreements about how to grow business with, you know, the folks in charge where I was working at the time and everybody I really respected said the same thing. You know, if you don't agree and you don't like what they're doing, go do it on your own. Right. Because it, there's a, there's a lot that goes into running a business and it's easy to sit back when you don't have the risk and pick apart how people are running businesses. If you really think you can do it, go do it on your own. Um, yeah. And, and so I, we took that challenge and, and went for it. 
Yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, and I love the migration, you know, hot dog cart to, uh, you know, uh, optical drive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> so that's, that's, that's cool. Hot dog carts were great. And, um, you know, it was just getting me through school at the time, really. And it grew into something bigger than I thought it was. And, um, you know, we saw and it kind of petered out at the end. You said, okay, let's sell it now and be done with it. So, yeah, yeah I sold my first business at 22. And, um, and I don't know why I just got into a regular job after that. It just seemed like the right thing to do. Um, uh, sure. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm to change. So I, I'm actually curious because like many of us and many of our listeners as entrepreneurs, you quickly eschewed the concept of a business plan, at least a formal business plan. And it, and, and I get it right. I mean, it, it oftentimes you can get too bogged down in that and then you're not actually doing business. You're just, you know, doing paperwork all day long and, and refining things, but you must've had a plan of some sort to, to figure out, just how to support yourself. Right. I mean, it usually that's how it starts, right? I got to get some cash in. So sure. Sure. I, I mean, at the time, um, costs were very low, no children, small house wife that worked. So it wasn't, uh, I didn't need to, to, to go out there and, and really do a huge revenue, but yeah, we consulted. I consulted for old companies I worked with. I did technology sales consulting, integration consulting. And that was really the first few contracts that helped Digistore just keep alive. I call that our venture funding. Uh, right. <laughs> that, yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> that was our venture fund, right? We, you know, we, we, I hit a, a pretty decent deal consulting deal early on and that just gave us the ability to, to, you know, write different plans and figure out what would work. Yeah, that's cool. And it's, it's that, it sounds like, uh, you know, multiple revenue streams from the beginning, uh, you know, was, was an important part of your development. It was. I mean, we needed to, we needed to survive, right? We needed to show that we could, we could grow some business. I mean, interestingly enough, um, we, the, the way we got into Panasonic and, and really working with those guys as a distributor, um, was really just, you know, an old friend that we went out with to a baseball game we were talking about. And I was listening to him on his phone, take calls about, you know, product requests and integration requests and like customization. He must've taken 10 calls throughout the day. And I said, what are you doing with all those calls? And what are you doing with all those customers? He goes, I don't know. We don't have a distributor. You know, there's nobody to work with. And I he was right there. The kind of light just went off and said, hey, well, you know, we'll do that. We'll do it for the short term and see what happens. Nice. And, uh, you know, we grew from, you know, literally my first consulting deal was a million dollars. We went from that to about, you know, 12 million in sales in the first six years. So it was a big That's ramp. Great. And so yeah. we, we did real well with those guys. And, and it really gave us a platform to figure out, again, what we want to do, because that business plan as a small business owner you know, in my mind anyway, is com- always pivoting. It's always changing. And, and it, you know, you, you can't set it in stone. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. That's, that's a great, that's a great lesson. So let, let's talk about your, your, your product mix when, you know, and I've, I've probably mentioned this to you in the past. I always am, well, I'm always impressed by people that can make money and grow a business. And I look at it from the outside and go, man, how do they, you know, how do, how do they even make this work? And, and I, I would say with optical drives is we've seen this, you know, kind of development over time and streaming and different things. You know, some folks would look at your and I'm not sure if it's your core product anymore or if it still is and say, wow, that's kind of an obsolete product. And, and I'm wondering if, you know, or how you uh, handle that and if, if it's impacted your business or if it's actually done the opposite and kind of created a, a good niche for you as other people have ignored it. And can you, can you talk to yeah, that a little bit? Absolutely. I mean, it's a, it's a great point. And, and yeah, this product's been dead, you know, for, for seven <laughs> years now, I mean, it's been going extinct. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it was both Shannon. I mean, what happened was, 
let's call it what 2009 2010 um when the economy started going down a bit factories just started closing for the optical drive business and we dropped our revenue i think within a three-month time frame we dropped revenue close to 70 percent yeah well you weren't Um, alone yeah yeah, it was it was crushing you know we had three offices at the time one in hong kong one here one back in new york and so we closed two of those and we had over 30 employees. We had to, you know, lay off, unfortunately, um, you know, a good portion of those employees and kind of reset ourselves and, and said the same thing. Hey, we have to get out of optical. We have to go to the next thing and we have to move. Um, it doesn't happen that quickly. And, and although it was very bad for us, it also was very good because we did niche out this space. There are still a, a lot of industrial companies, medical companies, security companies, folks that really, really need optical. They need to have a long-term supply on a, a, a bomb-protected product, uh, bill of materials that is always going to be the same. Um, and and so we, we really took advantage of that and took advantage of that, that niche market. And so from that sense, it's been very good for us. Um, with that said, yeah. it's a niche. It's not a gap. It's tough to scale a niche. Um, sure. It just can be very profitable, but they're very challenging to scale. So, you know, we have constantly tried to pivot our business into a different direction. Um, I really feel like we're in a good spot now, but, you know, it, it was a, a real challenge. I mean, Optical is probably at this point 30% of our business. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I see you, you know, you've moved into SSD and some software stuff, that kind of thing. And uh, sure, uh, sure. Yeah. Um, you know, our, our, our website probably isn't truly indicative today of, of where we're at. We're doing a lot of work on it that will be relaunched before the end of the year. We've made a big pivot into flash-based memory, uh, SD. We, we do a lot with the law enforcement on body wearables, um, embedded oh, SD. Great. Yeah, we've come up. Yeah, we've come up with our partners to um, create an algorithm that allows for uh, video recording onto Flash without killing the Flash as quick as it typically does. And so that's been very, very successful for us. Um, and, and so we're, we're working a lot with that market and, and right now what we're really focused on is how you manage that backend data as it comes in. Um, the easy part is getting all that video on body in the car. Where do they take it from there? How do they manage that? How do they manage that data flow? And so that's something that we've been working on for a long time. That's nice. It sounds like you could also, you know, have a, a, a service, uh, you know, part of your business as well that you're, you know, providing that. that that's great. Yeah, there's definitely a cloud you know, potential cloud offering. Um, for us, we're trying to enable that offering, right? We've mm-hmm. worked more with the OEM. What we've learned about ourselves, what I've learned more about our company and our direction is we're a lot better at enabling folks to get their product out there than taking your product, trying to brand it in a retail space and push it out. I mean, it's, it's just, it's a challenge um, yeah. for a small business to do that. So I think we found our, our, our niche. We certainly found a niche, but again, what we've been looking for is that gap that we can really explode on. Yeah, no, that's great. And, you know, you mentioned earlier that, you know, you, you work with your brother uh, and, you know, I, I think all of us have at least, you know, three of us here talking today have had experience working with family members and everything. And there's, uh, you know, their course, it's, it's awesome, has a lot of good, uh, good benefits. And, and uh, you know, talk, talk about that relationship a little bit. And you guys have a clear separation of duties and, and do you leave, you know, everything at the office or how does that, how does that work out for you? Yeah, holidays can be tough sometimes, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's good. You know, and I, I, he is my brother. Uh, he's my business partner. He's probably my best friend. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's no different than it was if it was you, Shannon. We want to have um, your role very clear, my role very clear. Um, you know, 
I'm on the sales and business development side. I'm heavy into marketing. Uh, my brother is, is very strong organizational, very strong operational. Um, and so we have a very clear separation and, and it works really well for us. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really pleased with that. It, it, yeah. it could have been, you know, it, it could have ended badly and it didn't. And, we, and we've been through some tough times. And, and right. with that comes challenges. I always say, you know, just like in sports, winning's a great deodorant, you know, but when you're losing, how do you handle that? I mean, everybody does well when things are great. That's yeah. right. So, so to, that, that split. And, and I mean, Shannon and I have been business partners actually, uh, and, and are again in this venture. Uh, but I, I think we both had separate business partners, family and not, uh, family. It, did you, I'm curious with you, Brian, did you, the, the, the delineation of tasks and responsibilities between you and your brother did, was that something you knew was the right mix from the outset or did you have to learn that kind of the hard way? No, we knew from the beginning. Good. Uh, okay. We definitely knew from the beginning. You know, I've always been, you know, driving sales and like I said, starting businesses. I've always been into, that's always been my role. Yep. Um, and, and so it was very easy. Yeah, that's good. good. Yeah, that's good. That's, so, that's, yeah. A, that's a good, a good point for anybody listening is when you've got a business partner or someone, it, it is nice to have that safety net when you're starting a business that somebody else that's equally uh, at risk and equally committed uh, but make sure you both don't want to do the same thing to the business, right? Because that can be yeah, a real disaster. Good. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I give a, a ton of credit. I probably never told him this, but I, I give him a ton of credit because for me, it's very easy to find my role. Go generate sales, right? Go generate partnerships. Yeah. It's very simple. It's it's easy every day. I wake up with the same goal. You know, for him, especially when there's not a lot of business, he has to go create infrastructure, create resources, create, you know, what this could be. Um, without, you know, uh, you know, spending a ton of money. So um, I do give him a lot of credit for, you know, really niching out his own role, even yeah. though we knew it was organizational flow. It's still, you know, it starts from nothing. Right. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And, and for, yeah. And for some people that can be that, you know, your comment starts from nothing. It can be incredibly empowering, but it also can be terrifying. You know, oh, yeah. you, you do have to, you know, kind of reinvent what you do or, you know, uh, well, you know, while you're out messing around on the golf course, making, you know, connections, he's got to make it work back. <laughs> exactly. The facility. Let's get him on here. Let him make sure he knows. That. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we'll play golf. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so you're the marketing guy. I mean, talk, talk a little bit about how, you know, you've marketed and, uh, you know, your business and what's been the most effective uh, methods, maybe different things you've tried that have worked or maybe some that haven't? You know, it's, it's all over the map for us and it's really product specific. So when I say that, um, you look at optical drives, you know, it wouldn't make sense to have somebody on the phone calling, cold calling for optical drives, right? It's a needle in a haystack. Um, so that, that, that doesn't work, but for, you know, maybe for our law enforcement application, a cold caller still is a good technique. Um, you know, we've come up through the age now with all the social marketing, social media. Um, we've, we've, you know, taken our, 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 our clicks at that too, and, and done okay. Um, it's, it's just really been a mix depending on, on the product, a mix of social, a mix of even some of our, our more, you know, what we call prosumer products, um, you know, pay-per-click and things of that nature. Um, but it's really product specific and it's really all over the map. I don't know that I have one clear cut answer for that. Well, I think that, that you, you know, your comment that it's product specific is, is really good. And in, in that, you know, one method isn't going to work for every different, you know, channel that you're, that you're selling into and, and, you know, really sure. like, the product. I mean, 
I can give you an example on our pro video line. We have a, a solid state media device that is certified with black magic. Who's a, a pro video camera manufacturer. So we went through the process of getting certified with them and, and getting us out to directors. I mean, one ways we've marketed with them is going directly out to directors using their products, you know, giving them free media to use, uh, making sure they're testing it. They like it. And then they'll come back and they'll do like a, after the, after the fact shoot of the equipment they used and the media they used and why they liked it. And, and they'll, you know, they'll reference us. And then that's a small community. So we've really picked up, um, a lot of business in that area just for reaching out to directors. Got it. That's, that's, that's very interesting. That's cool. Excellent. Excellent. Well, you know, we're, we're big fans of, of stories and storytelling in business. And we're talking about marketing and, you know, you're, you're pitching your story. You're talking about, you know, what makes you guys different and that kind of thing. And, and, you know, thinking about your business or, or even it could be, doesn't have to even be digital. It could be that you're uh, the hot dog business. You know, do, do you have a, a, you know, a favorite story or something that motivates you or, you know, that, that may have happened at one time that you can, you know, share with our listeners? Oh, well, um, put you on the, put you on the spot. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, I was thinking about it. If I have a story, it's not a funny story, but it's, it's kind of a sad story, That's but it's okay. also, it's also somewhat inspiring. And I use this with my reps that are going out and making calls. Um, there's an account that, uh, we were trying to get into for years and years and, uh, finally had our shot and it was out back East and I had a meeting with the, you know, the right director and I get out there and everybody's kind of, you know, floating around in a weird way. Everything seems just a weird vibe there. And, uh, come to find out the gentleman I was meeting with literally passed away that morning. Oh yeah. Had a, had a heart attack and passed away. And I know not to bring, bring your show down here, but no, no, uh, no, it's, a, you it's know, important. It, it was very important to us at the time. And, you know, I was all the way back East and, uh, they, you know, accommodated me and they brought me in and, and, you know, I was obviously my condolences and was very sorry, but they brought me into a different group and, and we ended up having, you know, three or four meetings that day throughout the day with different groups. I liked what we were saying and ended up being one of our biggest accounts uh, for many, many years. And, wow. and I guess, you know, the moral story to, to my reps is, you know, there's never going to be anything worse than that. <laughs> that <happens laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, there shouldn't be, <laughs> there shouldn't yeah. be. And, uh, you know, to get through that and not just quit on it. Um, you know, I don't want to hear excuses about quitting because there's, yeah. you know, you, know, you got to keep powering through. That's a great story. You know, I, the guy I met, you know, went to show up to, to pitch literally passed away. I mean, they talk yeah. about working your way through that. I mean, I don't know what to do. Right. And we're pretty early on our business at the time. We needed, you know, we need a business. You take, you know, as a small business owner, you go spend a thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars to travel back east and, and take meetings. You need to make every meeting count. Yeah. Uh, right. Especially early on when you're just getting started. And that was certainly, you know, the case for us at the time. Yeah, that's a great story. I'm definitely going to share, going to steal that and uh, with <laughs> yeah. my sales guys. <laughs> you don't know. There's no excuses when yeah. they come back. Like, come on, if you didn't die, you can go see him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, that's great. What do you mean he's not available? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm sure they appreciate it when you when you share that anecdote with them too, Brian. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. Well, did he die? No. Well, yeah. uh, where's the, where's the order? Where's the order? Oh, yeah, exactly. Give me the PO. <laughs> Give me the PO. <laughs> That's great. So I, let me ask you this. You, is your, now your, your wife runs another business as well, right? Yeah, it's, she does. She, uh, she started a healthy vending business a few years ago. Yeah, um, did you help her get that going? I mean, were you involved in, in that on the side kind of thing? Definitely. 
pressed her that direction. She was, you know, it was new for her to, to kind of go out on her own and do something. She had always, you know, worked. She was a financial advisor for a few years. And then we have kids, right? We have two boys now, nine and 11. And at the time, you know, they were just getting to that school age where she had a little bit more time. And what I tried to express to her is, you know, you don't want to go get a 40 hour, you know, a week job. Let's do something yeah. where you can have fun. You can use your skills and, and something you believe in. And, and she's also does some health and fitness training. Um, she's a martial artist. So she's really into that lifestyle. So the healthy vending um, was really a good opportunity for her to get what she liked, um, you know, to be able to focus on, on what she likes and what she believes in and, um, you know, really replace, you know, like our, our kids a community center. They took out the candy machine and put a healthy vending machine in and all the parents were very happy. And so nice. she has, you know, 20 or 25 locations now and she's, you know, slowly scaling it up and, and she's doing right. well with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I love that. Cause I think it really speaks to you know, being an entrepreneur and then encouraging other, you know, people, whether it's a friend or your spouse or, you know, whatever to, to go out on their own. And, and uh, I think it's awesome. Absolutely. And you know, you have kids too. I mean, for me, it's really good for the kids to see, you know, I, I mean, I think they realize I have my own business and they, and they know what's going on to a degree, but they don't see it day to day. Um, but to see their mom out there and to have her, have them help with, you know, inventory and, and do these different things and, and for them both to know that that's how they're going to college, right? Yeah. Like that's, oh, yeah. their, that's going right to there. That's all for them. And they know that. And, and I really, I think maybe it doesn't make a huge difference today, but maybe in 10 years they'll, they'll look back and say, Oh man, you know, our parents did that for us. Yeah. Well, Dave and I, we always talk about kind of the, uh, I guess the intangible benefits uh, of earning, you know, your own companies and things. And I think having your kids see what you do and how you create something from nothing, it, it's priceless. You know? I agree. And, I agree and, completely. Yeah. And it my, will change their life. My yeah. kids give me a hard time about it. I mean, they get it, but, but they <laughs> love to give me a hard time. They're like, you go and like say things and rant on about stuff. And then we have a house over our head. I'm like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. all I do. It's that simple. That's right. That's right. Yep. Easy, right? Everyone it's should easy. do it. Easy. Everybody yeah. can do it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk on the phone. You talk on the phone for a living. That's what my kids always say. Oh, you just talk all day. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. it. You know? That's all I do. Yeah. Yeah. Do all day there. You and, your, you and my uncle. What do you guys do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My kids for a long time thought I just came over to the office and played games all day. I mean, they tell, they tell <laughs> me awesome. that. They realize that's not what I do, but... Uh, but they're like, yeah, we just, we never really understood. We just thought you kind of played games all day. Like, oh, that's, that's cool. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, only, only, uh, days ending in Y I told them. So. <laughs> uh Oh, did we, I think we lost you- Shannon. Yep. Yep. Um, I think I'm back. Am I back? I, I think you're back. It's, it's good to okay. have you back, man. It is good to be back. Yeah, I was if, I'm not even going to cut the, the, the silence was awkward enough that we noticed it was there. We acknowledged it <laughs> and now you're back. That's so okay. Okay. I thought you guys didn't like my answer. That's right. <laughs> this is what we do. We just cut you off right there. <laughs> and that's enough. I've had enough. Of that's right. Well, I have a few more questions here before yeah. I lose sure. my, uh, my connection here. So we, we talked about, you know, uh, you know, stories and making mistakes and different things. And we're big fans of mistakes here. I think they're really, uh, you know, with the small business show that because they're, they, they teach you so much, even the small little things that you do and you look back as a, you know, as a business owner. I mean, do, do you have something that you could look back at and say, wow, that was a, at the time, you know, was, was maybe miserable or whatever, but now you look back on it and say, man, I really learned a valuable lesson that's helped me uh, move forward. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's, we could have a whole show just on that. There's been yeah. plenty over the last uh, 14 years, but, um, you know, I, I guess it, <laughs> easiest way to look at it for me is when I look back at decisions I've made or, or the direction we've gone and it hasn't worked out, you kind of look at the mindset that you had at the time. And, and I look at our biggest mistakes um, and they're all fear-based decisions, right? They weren't data-driven. They weren't off, you know, in a, in a, in a way that was a little bit more tangible. It was fear-based. And, you know, one, one, one that really sticks out to me is back when, you know, 2009, 2010, when this economy dropped and, and we had a really tough time, we were looking for that pivot. We were looking for that next direction. And instead of really extending on to where we've seen success, we took a different turn and we decided we were going to, you know, create some retail products, create some software that would be, you know, easy archiving software uh, for Blu-ray. It was a really kind of subset of a niche market. And, um, you know, went and, 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 you know, worked with a consulting firm and spent a ton of money on a horrible website and just a horrible direction. And, and we, you know, we lost, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars on it. And, you know, we quickly realized we were wrong. We, we pivoted again. And, and, you know, like I said, now we're, we're doing better now than we've ever done. I love our direction. I love what we're doing, but I look back at that and I go, well, how the heck did I do that? Why did I make such a stupid decision? And I, uh, and, and every time I, I, I think about it, it's always because you're scared. You, you know, you make a fear-based decision instead of really, you know, following the data or following where you've been successful and trying to, to extend from those success points. Yeah. I think that's a fantastic comment in, uh, and I could certainly attest to making those same kind of decisions over time. And you look back and you go, man, you, you know, you make some quick decision that you think is going to fix everything. And you realize, wow, that, you know, I didn't have enough data to back it up. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's no quick fix, right? And, yeah. and everybody's scared. I mean, you're a small business. It's, it's scary. Yeah. And, and things change quickly and the environment changes and you have, you know, guys getting venture funding and all the hot startups. And I, we work in San Jose, California, which is, you know, Silicon Valley. You have Apple, you know, three blocks from where we're at. I mean, so things move fast and you can get scared if you let it get to you. If you don't trust yourself and you don't have faith in what your your ideas are and, and, and you know, you start doubting yourself, then you can find some real trouble. Yeah, man. I, I love that term, fear-based decisions, because I, I mean, we've all experienced it, but that sure. encapsulates it and also shines a perfectly negative light on it too, which is yeah. what it should yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. You have to take a step back. I mean, things are, you know, you're not going out of business tomorrow. You have time. Like you'll, right. find, yeah. you'll, you'll get through it. You got this far because you were smart enough and, and had enough courage to do it. You have to keep that faith. Yeah. And I think you, you know, as a small business owner, there, most of the time you don't have people telling you you're doing a great job. You know, the results really show uh, how it's working out for you. And so you have to, you know, to your point, really step back and tell yourself, okay, I've been in business for X number of years. Look at these successes I've had and, and use that to kind of, you know, bulk yourself up to power through those times that are tough. It's uh, true. Absolutely. absolutely. It, I go ahead. Sorry. No, sorry, I was going to say, I mean, it, it, it's so easy to get to a point where compared to the day you started, you are wildly successful, right? You know, and you've had years of profitability and all of that stuff. And it's easy, even at that point to say, man, I really got to hustle. This is not, you know, it's not working the way it's supposed to <laughs> like, well, wait, slow down. You got this far. You're going to get the, you're going to get to the next level. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, look at it this way. We had 36 quarters of profitability in a row. 
And, and, you know, if you're looking for a pat on the back, that's never going to happen. But yeah. I tell you what, that 37th quarter, we lost, you know, <laughs> a couple hundred thousand dollars. It didn't matter about those 36 quarters before right. you, had, you had to go after it. Right. And, and yeah. so, um, you know, you're never going to get the pat on the back and, and there's plenty of 40 hour a week jobs that will do that for you. But, you know, there's nothing more gratifying than creating something from nothing in my mind. And I, I look, we have this, this business here and I look at the employees, you know, the average one has been here, you know, 12 years, you know, we have people here that have, you know, they're part of the family now and it's, it's great. We really are happy with what we created. It's awesome. How many employees yeah. do you have now? I know, and I know you said you had to cut way back uh, a number of years ago. What What do you, if you, if you don't mind sharing? I think, yeah. we're at, I think we're at 13 right now. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And then we have a couple of sales consultants that do independent sales, just kind of let they own a few accounts they rent for us. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think we're comfortable with that. I mean, we grew revenue the last three years in a row. Uh, last year was our most profitable year by far. Um, this year is looking great. And next year, I, the forecast is already, you know, we just, we just closed one of our bigger contracts ever that will hit next year. So we're really excited about all of it. Uh, but it's that conservative growth where you want to grow the revenue, but I don't want to grow um, so big to where I have to have 30 employees again. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, I, I like, I want to make sure that I have a home for these 13 and they can retire here instead of trying to grow so much where they're going to have, you know, 30 people and have to go through that again. So trying to keep overhead low is, is, is critical for us. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's great to hear you say that it's, it's, you know, for a lot of people, you get to a point and, and you, whatever the metric is, it could be gross sales. It could be the number of employees you have, right? I mean, it could be all kinds of things. And to, to accept that it's okay to scale back from any one of those metrics, because that's the right thing for the business and for the people that are there. Um, it, that, that, I mean, that's, that's very wise. And not always easy. So no, it's not easy. Yeah. I remember I, I worked with an old friend from Oracle who works in the apps division, and I was telling him, "Oh, we're really growing. You know, we're going to do six million this year, seven. He goes, "I said, what? You know, we should look at our ERP. What should we do?" And and he says, "You know, it's it's not how many it's not how many millions you do. It's how many people you have. You know, and where you're going to grow to, and where you're going to be. And and you know, ultimately, we end up going with a um, you know a web based solution. Uh, actually, we do web based for for all of our IT. We don't have any IT in house other than a print server." Yeah. Um, and so everybody that works here is either engineering something that we're trying to sell, supporting something that we're selling or selling something. So everybody has a, a, a core job here. So it's, it's good. Yeah, that's great. That's yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's a great, it's a great story. And, and I think that's, you know, like you say, growth for the sake of, of growth is just something to try to avoid. It's easy to get caught in that trap. Uh, but uh, very cool the way you said that. And Shannon, I love that. I love what you just said. That's, yeah. that's, it's true. This show is there. full of great quotes. I feel like I'm going to have to go back and listen. Yeah, it's it's really good. That was a good one, honestly, because that's true. I mean, that was the only way I could justify myself. Oh, you know, that's all I knew. I was a sales guy and consultant right. before, right? Oh, all I know is sales. We got to go higher. We got to go bigger, and and that that doesn't help. I mean, it's yeah, not gonna, for me, I realized that when you know here we we were adding employees, we were you know bigger space, bigger building, more products. Is it? And at the end of the, you know, end of the year, you look and go, okay, well, what did it do for me uh, personally as a business owner? And in, I started realizing, well, man, really what it did, it just stressed me out more. Uh, and so you, you have that Absolutely. kind yeah, kind of, you know, vision of, man, if I keep going, I'm going to have, uh, it's just going to be incredibly, uh, you know, could get really, really difficult. And I, I, I commend you for, you know, realizing that. 
I think everybody has to figure that one out on their own because, you know, really that's the way that you start justifying to, uh, you know, friends and family and what you're doing. Oh, look at this huge building I have now. I'm really successful. You know, we're doing well, <laughs> you know, oh, we did this much in revenue and we have this many employees. And I quickly realized I don't, I don't care how many it's, it's okay. We have 13 employees. I don't need yeah. to have 30. We're making more money now. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, and the, the, the things, those, those metrics that you come up with and, you know, for me it was, I eventually got to be like, okay, well, how much time do I have? And that to me became the most important metric. And how can I offload as much of my duties as possible and train people to do my job so I can go do other things like this show that, uh, you know, is interesting to me and keeps my, you know, myself motivated. And, uh, so I, I think that's, uh, it's always a good that's, thing. That's great. I've been working on, on trying to do that more and more too, is, is, you know, me doing everything doesn't lead to a successful business. Yeah. No, yeah, that's yeah, for uh, sure. Other people to do it for sure. And, and, you know, I think Brian, I think you might've already answered this question. You know, we always ask at the end, uh, you know, if you could go back and tell yourself, uh, you know, something when you were just getting starting a business, you know, that, you know, now, uh, and, and I don't know if it's the, you know, don't make fear-based decision, which is powerful. Um, but you know, is there another bit of a critical piece of advice that you would tell yourself as a, as a new business owner? Yeah. You know, for me, I think, you know, no finish line. I mean, there's really not a finish line in this thing. It just keeps going. And I think when you're just getting started out, especially me, I was pretty young. Um, you know, you just kind of think, oh, you got there, you made it. Right. <laughs> and and yeah. that, that never have. I mean, it's fine. We're established. Things are great. I have a family. Everything's wonderful, but there's no finish line. This thing just keeps going. And, and I think that, you know, I wish I would have, I would have felt that way when I was a little bit younger. Cause you make decisions a little bit differently. I mean, obviously, you know, you don't just what we talked about. You don't uh, you're not justified by having this huge organization, more employees and, and you don't have to be so big. Keep your costs low. Um, and I think the biggest one for me, honestly, and it's very easy to do is just don't doubt yourself. You got this far, you know, you can do it. And, and it's easy to doubt yourself, especially in this valley here when you see guys at Apple and Google and, you know, these people doing really, really well. Um, you know, it's easier to doubt yourself and wonder why you didn't just go get a job in the first place yeah. when things are bad. And so to be able to break through that area and not doubt yourself is, is so super important. No, that's great. That's awesome. And, you know, Brian, where, where can people go to learn more about your company? Uh, Digistore.com, D-I-G-I-S-T-O-R.com. Um, like I said, our, our, our business probably isn't truly indicative today. We'll be relaunching our site in, in, sure. um, in, in December. And, and honestly, it's, uh, you know, secure data storage products from SD all the way to optical drives and, and data archiving. And we're pretty happy with the pivot we've made. And, and we're really excited about the future. Yeah, well, we really appreciate you having, uh, you know, being on the show. If you have questions for Brian, you can, you know, uh, send an email to feedback at businessshow.co or you want to comment on the show. Uh, we would certainly love to uh, to hear from you. Please do, or feel free to, to find me on LinkedIn as well. And uh, I certainly appreciate the opportunity to, to share my experiences with you guys. And I'm, I'm super fired up for what you guys are doing. I think it's great. Cool. Well, we're, we're really, uh, we're, we're excited for your success. It's a great story from hot dog cart to, you know, <laughs> that, I, I, I just love that. You know, it's great. The problem is I can't eat a hot dog anymore, man. <laughs> right. Well, you know, there are, there are those costs. That's right. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Thanks so much, man. This has been a blast. This has been a really uh, a fun show to, to be here for. And I, like I said, I'm going to go back and listen. There was, there was some great quotes I want to pull out of this that are awesome. So <laughs> thanks so much thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks Dave. Thanks Shannon. Folks. Okay, we'll thanks. see you next week. Take care.